Were there bloggers, influencers that you were following at the time that you looked to as you started yours? Yeah, I mean, I, I really feel like I've kind of come full circle with being <laughs> asked to be on your podcast today because I went to New York for a weekend with my husband in the end of 2015 and I was pregnant. I think I was about 10 weeks pregnant and um, we were walking along the street and I had followed you for years and I, I turned around to him and I said, oh my God, there's Arielle. She's doing a photo shoot. <laughs> That's so funny. Hi, I'm Arielle Charnas and this is In-House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage, or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In-House. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of In-House with me, Arielle Charnas. Earlier this year, during one of my Q&A episodes, I was asked who I was following on Instagram. And of course, I said the Fashion Bug blog. And now I'm happy to welcome Laura to the podcast to chat about fashion, motherhood, and our online experiences. The Fashion Bug blog was created by Laura Wills in 2015 as a way to express herself, both through her writing and her personal style. The blog focuses on fashion, travel, and family, as Laura is a mother to three little girls and one boy. Welcome to the podcast. First, hi, welcome. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. (laughs) Of course. So I think let's start off with just telling us about yourself and how you started the blog. I started the blog around the end of 2014. Um, I was in a place in my life where I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I had always worked in fashion, but I think I was never really very good at working for other people. (laughs) And I always wanted to do something for myself. Honestly, I was going through a period of my life where I had anxiety and I kind of needed a creative outlet. And I started sharing posts of what I was wearing on Facebook and I just amongst my friends. And it just became something that kind of took off and everybody loved what I was posting and I would tell little stories. And then I started my Instagram. I then got married. I've been with my husband for 14 years and um, yeah, long time. That's a long time. And uh, then I had my first baby, Mila, in uh, the middle of 2016. And it kind of, I remember at the time when I was pregnant thinking, you know, what will I do? Will I, I mean, I had literally no followers and I thought, you know, should I continue? And it really took off when I was pregnant and it kind of snowballed so interesting. when I was pregnant. And I, I recently had someone message me who is is pregnant and she hasn't revealed it yet and it's her first child and she's an influencer and she said you know I'm worried will brands still want to work with me and I said don't worry you know it's such a um you know I I can't see why any brand wouldn't and if they don't right. then then you don't want to work with you them. Want, don't want to work yeah. with them exactly but were there bloggers influencers that you were following at the time that you looked to as you started yours yeah, I mean, I, I really feel like I've kind of come full circle with being <laughs> asked to be on your podcast today because I went to New York for a weekend with my husband in the end of 2015. And I was pregnant. I think I was about 10 weeks pregnant. and I was so unwell. <laughs> and um, we were walking along the street and I had followed you for years. And I, I turned around to him and I said, oh, my God, there's Arielle. She's doing a photo shoot. That's so funny. Where were you? Downtown? Uptown? Downtown. Downtown. I actually can't remember the hotel we stayed, but it was downtown. Probably in Tribeca because that's when I was pregnant too, right? Yes, you must have been. Yeah. 2016. Yes, exactly, you were. Yeah, because yeah. I think you had Ruby a couple of months. When was before. Mila, when was she born? Mila was born June 2016. So I was March. Yeah. Yep. March exactly. 2016. Oh, I think so you had, and I think you had already 
revealed that revealed. you were pregnant and so Probably I was really right excited too. exactly that's so funny. and you had like a little bump and I was really excited because I didn't <laughs> I again I didn't follow many people that were pregnant and so right none of my friends had had babies at that point so I I was kind of really excited to follow along I love that who helps you with your blog like who you have a photographer do you have like an assistant like who helps you with everything so I really started to kind of let go I'm such a control freak and I yeah. think for years I found it really difficult to accept any I mean of, of course I have to have photographers right, but right. my husband in the beginning would take all my photos and he's really not into it so <laughs> he's very sweet to do so and still sometimes if I'm, I'm like in, in an emergency and need a photograph he will help me but I do have a team of you know different photographers that I, I work with from time to time I have a very sweet girl who will kind of help me with bits and bobs that's nice and then I have a kind of virtual assistant now who will do right. like partnership scheduling that kind of stuff yeah sort of and then she'll link you know I will send her items that I love for edits and then she will do the actual like nitty-gritty linking them up right. and then I did recently sign with management which oh um, that's exciting is exciting and I you know I think because I've built built the whole blog up for, for years by myself I was very reluctant to do so yeah. but uh, I think we work it's just one woman and we work really nicely together so I think it's good to let go I feel like yes. Tessa I always say <laughs> my fourth baby was my um my he taught me to really let go because four is a lot and all. you can't yeah. do it all yeah no. and so do you edit and like post all of your photos yourself and answer your dms yours people always ask me that i know i do and i don't think i would ever kind of let somebody else me neither do that it's just weird right yeah and it's nice to have you know i to can communicate you know, we've had so many conversations and i always know that it's obviously you that i'm speaking yeah. to and i think it's really different you kind of lose that that personal touch if if somebody else starts answering your dms no i agree even emails i still you know reply me to too. everything myself as far as, you know, sharing personal aspects of your life on social media, how has that experience been for you? I mean, I have a lot to say on that topic, <laughs> but I'm curious how that experience has been for you. You know, I think much like probably you felt at the beginning, you start out and, um, you know, I feel like I created this family online um, of my followers. And right. we, you know, there are so many, I always think there are so many amazing followers and they will always the incredible support and um, lovely comments that I get will always far outweigh any negativity but I think when I started out I was just kind of I did think when my eldest was born you know should I be sharing her online because I think you know it is such a new thing and it's it's we don't know how it affects them you don't know how it affects them and I, you know, I thought, should I share her? Should I not? And then it just became strange in the beginning to not share her because obviously as a mother, you, you have, know, yeah. you're with them all the time. It's your, life. It's, yeah. it's your life. It's everything. And so it was really strange if I, you know, would be talking about fashion, but not talking about children. So I did. And then I had three more children. And um, yeah, I mean, it just felt very natural. I am with them most of the time. I think, again, now I've learned to kind of really... Um, differentiate my work hours with with being a mother but of course they always come first and they you know in holiday times I work much less because yeah I'm literally with them all the time but I had an experience last year that was a little bit unpleasant and I think it's really made me just 
review everything and um, think about what I want want to share and yeah. what you put out there and what you're comfortable with. And I think you have to create boundaries with with um, putting your life online because you don't know who's following you at the end of the day and as many amazing followers as you have, you know, you don't know who is following you. So I, I think I'm, I'm to a certain extent a private person and I've always, I've never shared everything. Right. But I think, you know, it, it made me reconsider a little bit more what I yeah. do share. What about you? Yeah, I I mean, for me, I I go back and forth every day. Like some days I'm like, never again. I don't want them to ever <laughs> see their faces. And then some days I'm just like, these are, this moment is so cute. I have to, sh- like, I want share to share it. It's so exciting. Yeah. But I do, you know, for a long time, I was totally fine with it. I didn't even think twice about it. And then when my life was not just, and it's crazy because a million people, it's a, a lot of people, but it's a lot of people, a lot of people. But when you, when I'm posting, I don't, it doesn't feel, it does feel like a tight knit community for me. Yeah. But when, during COVID, when I learned that there was a lot of, I, I was in like the news and like the media, I was like, that attention really opened my eyes to how many people had access to, you know, everything about my life. So I definitely yeah. pulled – I mean, that changed everything for me. So from that point until now, I feel like I go back and forth. I definitely archived, like, a lot of images of my kids. Yeah. And I tried to just focus on posting more of them on stories rather than static. So people – I don't know. Like, I have a weird thing with that. Yeah. I feel the same. I, I just – I don't know. Creepy. Yeah, but like you say, like you know, you're, you're so, so proud, proud of, them of them that you like, and you're like, and isn't everyone else going to be proud? You're like screaming yeah. it from the rooftop, exactly. And people are, and you know, I've, I, it, it's, it's, uh, you have such good yep. conversation with people. It's, it's something that connects so many of us because so many are mothers. But but the problem is, is there's a lot of people out there that aren't happy. And so they don't yeah. feel that like proud, excite, like it it triggers something else. And I don't ever want that energy yeah. on my kids. I know. And I think it's so new, but I, I also, it really taught me to be even more empathetic towards people because I think that's, that's the thing. It comes from such a place of their totally. own unhappiness and they, you know, it might not even be anything to do with you, but it might just be that they, for some reason, there's something that, you know, you have done that irritates yep. them and, and you cannot please everyone. And I've, I've, I'm such a people pleaser and I've learned to really let go and I don't care anymore because you cannot. And not everyone's going to like not you. Not everyone's going to like no, you. No, and you have to accept that. Exactly. That's actually one of the questions I wanted to ask you and you could say no if you don't want to answer it. But do you get, like, I'm curious how the feedback is when you post like lavish things, like expensive bags or shoes. Like, do you ever get like worry? I mean- I try not to worry about it anymore because I work hard for the things that I buy. But I'm curious, like, if you ever get, like, if you ever question yourself before posting on vacate, like, I do all the time. So I'm curious how you go about that. Um, I think I definitely am aware of it. Definitely goes through my mind. Um, I think I try to be quite conscious that I'm not posting kind of in a flaunty way. Right. You know, it is at the end of the day, it's my job and it's a fashion blog and people go there yep. for inspiration. 
So I, I really try to be conscious of the fact that it's not flaunty. Holidays, again, I mean, yeah, it's a really tough one. We love to travel. Um, and, you know, I'll be the first person to say that we're very lucky that we get to do so. Um, again, I try to kind of not be flaunty about it, but, um, you know, it's, it's really, know. it's a kind of really difficult thing because it's your job and, and, you know, people want to see what you're doing or what you're wearing or what you're buying, but then you, you don't want to shove things in people's faces. And I, I definitely think with the, the situation in the world right now, it's, yeah, you have to yep. be sensitive. And For me, I feel like in the beginning, I didn't even think about it at all. I was actually yeah. just so excited that I was able to like buy Louboutins and and Celine like I, that was so exciting for me. Definitely. But then, then once you know, I don't know it it just shifted for me, and now I'm like if I buy something, I don't I get nervous to just like post that. Like I have to like incorporate it into an outfit, so it's not like look what I just like because I get I get so much negative feedback from followers which is tough for me okay. but I I kind of gotten used to it and yeah I mean you because I know you went your account went private for a while yeah. after what happened in 2020 but you are fully open again and I'm fully open again and I love what Instagram has done they allow you to block someone but also it blocks them from ever creating a fake account I think it's Genius. So for me, like my my DMs, my messages, everything has been so kind and like warm. And I I know those people are like, you know, they're here for the right reason. So I'm very I feel like that new change had has made a big difference. But, you know, the difference now is people try to say things in like a they try to write it in a nice way, but it's like coming from a nasty place. And I could read those yeah. very quickly because I scroll through and I'm like, your messages have always been like this. <laughs> oh my God, I know. I had one the other day and she said something, something that I posted and she was like, this is the yeah, worst like, product ever. And then I scrolled back through and every negative. single post, not necessarily just about something I posted, yep. but it's negative. Always Why? negative. And I just thought, oh, I don't want that negative energy. See, like that for me, I just like, I've, I'm done with like the the fault like looking at the following. I don't care about get, like yeah. I just want to have a really nice community. So if you're community. negative, like exactly. I just I block and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly the same. I mean, I, yeah. it's like real life. I surround myself with people that are you know like minded and positive and kind, and I want the same on my social media. Even in real life, it's hard too. You know, I feel like I've of course I'm very cautious about the people that I'm you know, meeting or hanging out with, because you just, I don't know. It's not easy to find people, like, real loyal people, you know? Exactly. No, I'm the same. I have a very knit. close, yeah. close-knit, small group of people. So let's go into motherhood. Okay, my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> so you have four beautiful kids. I do. What surprised you the most about being a mother? How much I loved it. Um, I always knew that I want I actually used to say from when I was very young that I wanted four children but I'm only right. one of two and my husband's an only child oh my god he has four kids yeah that's amazing so, 
<laughs> it's I think sometimes what did we do? <laughs> oh my god, this is just crazy. What did we do? Um, but no, it is really special to to have such a kind of lively household. And does he love having three girls? Yes, yes. And you know, when I was pregnant with Casimir, I think people used to say, "Great for your, oh, husband. You know, your husband." Yeah, must want a boy like he really. And if anything, I think he wanted four girls because I mean he would have been done at yes. three happily, but I really, really pleaded <laughs> for a fourth. And um, I just felt like I wasn't done. And he, yeah, he loves having girls and they love him. Was that so hard to wait to find out what the fourth was? It was, and it wasn't, I had, I did the same with Luna. Is she your third? So for some reason, like, she's my third. So Mila and Anushka, my first and my second, I found out straight away. And then I just, I don't know, I just thought with Luna, let's let's wait and let's see. And then with, with Kasimir, and what was really strange, I really don't believe in those old wives' tales, but I had the biggest meat craving. That's so ever. interesting. I, and I'm right. not a big like right. meat so eater. You knew. And all I wanted, I knew, I really felt like it, it, he, he was a boy. That's so nice. My, my husband also, he... When we were first pregnant, he was like, if it's a girl, I'm pushing it back in. I don't want a girl. And then after I had my first, he was like, I only want girls. Only Only want want girls. But what I wanted to ask you, do your kids know what you do? Like, are they weirded out when people come over to you when you're out and are like, can I take a picture with you, Laura? Like, what do they what do they think of that? I don't, I, to be honest, I don't think it happened. I mean, it does happen, but I don't feel like it happens maybe as much in the UK as it does in the US. I was going to say, is that, is it different in London? I feel like it happens most of the time when we're on right. holiday. When you're traveling. Um, I don't know why. It just, yeah. Or then I'll get people and they'll message me and they will say, you know, I saw you, right. I didn't want to disturb you. And, you know, um, so I don't feel like it happens that much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, sometimes they, they, for example, yesterday I hosted a small event and I brought the girls with me and they kind of, you know, this morning Anushka was like, oh, it's oh, mum's party, it's nice. mum's party. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think they really understand what I do, but um, what about what about yours? Ruby, my oldest, is she's starting to ask about it just because, you know, we'll bring her to the store, we'll bring her to the office, like she... She's just and or if we go for dinner and someone asks to take a picture, she doesn't really ask why they're taking a picture, but she's just like, How do you know her? And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> she's like I'm yes, like, but we don't talk to strangers, <laughs> like ever. It's a exactly. very confusing conversation, but she's starting to like when we go to school, she'll say, Mommy, like take you wanna take a picture of my outfit? And I'm like, okay. I'm like, so but she doesn't understand cute. that it go that I, you know, that I post like, when I'm so. taking those, which is great. I'm like, if you want it for you, that's yeah. wonderful. And that's all that, you know, I'm yeah. proud of that. But she doesn't understand that I take it and then I put it somewhere for people to see. I just don't know if, if I'm ready to have that conversation with her. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird one. It is. Yeah. Okay. I just want to jump in here to the questions people sent in to me. Okay. Oh, this is nice. Okay. How does she look so effortlessly put together, even when very casual and hanging with the kids all day? That's very kind. <laughs> um, I can assure you, first of all, that I don't look effortlessly put together um, you do. all the time. Um, I think having, you know, 
just simple things I try. And even if I don't have time to do my hair, I will tie it into a slip bun. It takes me a you few have your minutes. Tricks. I have my tricks. I often wear sunglasses if I feel like I look really tired. Um, and just having, you know, those go-to outfits that good brands that even if you're wearing kind of sportswear that you look right. cool together. I also think it's like a personality thing. Like from a young age, I don't know if this is the same for you. I always liked to like be very put together. Absolutely. Like I would match my underwear to my – I was like crazy about those kinds of things. And accessorizing, it's just something that becomes like routine for you, right? So you you literally sound like Anushka. I mean, I, really? I, I, I find it really interesting because you see such – well, I don't know if you do, but we see such strong personality traits in our children. Oh, my God. And yes. Anushka will, for example, have a meltdown if her sleeves are too long. And she's so particular about Is Anushka like your that. oldest? No, no she's number second. two. Yeah. So Mila is not really interested in fashion. Uh, I mean, it's unfair to say maybe she will, but yeah. she, she's very kind of... Uh, not like Anushka climbing. Is. And Anushka right. is just absolutely obsessed, has to have like her accessories and, yep. uh, you know, and, and will have... It's, so, it's just so particular about things. So I think I've probably always been that way, but I think she's actually even more so than I am. Maybe, so maybe I was when I was younger. Right, but she's yeah, exaggerated. I've always, always been interested in fashion and I guess how I put things together. And yeah, I enjoy it. It makes me feel good. Me too, me yeah. too. Does she really dress so elegant for dates and nights out? She is amazing. He's just so lovely. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I love to make an effort. You know, I feel like I have very little time with my husband, actual one-on-one. So when we do go out or if I go, or if I go out with friends, I mean, it's not necessarily for him. I do it for myself, but I really enjoy getting, I love getting dressed up. Do your friends dress up as like elegant as you do or they're more casual? Like, do you ever feel, because I like to dress up too and then my friends will walk in in jeans and like a sweater and I'm like, like all like glittery and they're like, oh, here's Ariel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my brother always laughs at me because he's like, what crazy creation have you turned up? Yeah. Into um, yeah. I think it depends. I have, you know, friends within the industry and then I have friends who do completely different things. And I think it's a real right. mix and yeah, yeah. it depends who I'm going out with. Right. And everyone appreciates you for who you are. Exactly. Right. Your friends. Yeah. yeah. How do you have time with your husband after four kids? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I took him to Norway um, for a weekend uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I saw that. That was, was so nice. It was so magical. It was so beautiful. He's very into kind of outdoorsy things. And um, I honestly didn't know what to do with myself. We were sitting on the flight and the Wi-Fi didn't work. And I kind of kept oh tapping him. And I was like, <laughs> what, can, what can we talk about? I didn't know what to do with myself for a three-hour flight without having children attached to me. It is a weird feeling, right? Flying without the kids. Yeah. Definitely. But I think, you know, I saw that you went to, to Barbados and, and and it's fun. I mean, I'm actually dying to go on a trip with like my husband and friends and just have- It was so nice. But I will say, I will say by that third night, yeah. I was like, I like want to be full-time mom, never, <laughs> never leave my house again. Like I, it's like a weird thing. Yeah. I even had that in Norway and I mean, we were, you know, it was very chilled Calm out. Calm and relaxing. By day three, I, I was aching for them. Like I literally- Just leaving them. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. 
And it's logistically very difficult to, you know, oh, yeah. I know that you have both sets of, of you know, your parents-in-law are close by as yes. well, right? Yes. But I mean, we, we do, my parents live semi-close to us, but um, I can't leave four with with one, one nanny. person. And Too so, much. and I, I, I wouldn't leave them with with a nanny. So yeah, I, I had to split them up and I had half yep. with my parents and half with my mother-in-law with, with um, some help. Right. So, yeah. yeah, like when we went to Barbados, we had our nanny stay for the weekend and my in-laws moved in. Yeah. So it just, you know, because they have to take the kids to school and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Because it was Thursday. Yeah. But, and I think it makes you feel more comfortable going yeah, away. Yeah, just to have like love there and family. family. And exactly. Yeah. For the last few minutes, I want to just ask you a little bit about fashion. Okay. What do you choose to collect most? Like for me, I love collecting coats. What's your What's your thing? I love coats too, but mine is definitely bags. I could have answered that, I feel yeah. like, for you. <laughs> bags and shoes. Yeah. Bags and shoes. I do love shoes. I love a good pair of heels. Do you feel like you're still wearing heels as often as you were before becoming a mother? Definitely. Well, not even... I think the pandemic changed my kind of attitude towards clothing a lot. And maybe even having a boy. I don't know. Something happened to me last year and I just feel like I spend a lot more time in kind of very casual outfits versus... Yeah. And I feel like you you like to el- you find ways to elevate your casual outfits. Exactly, definitely. And you know, I I will always always love dressing up, but I think day to day it's just yeah, I don't have I don't. What have are time some to be running oh, around yeah, in a pair totally. of heels? Even though I love them and I can very much appreciate them. So, what trends do you like, or are you loving right now? And what trends are you like? Why is this a trend? Well, I, it's certainly not a trend right now, but I honestly look back at tie dye and I just I can't I can't like. It. Did you ever like tie dye? Yeah, and like when it the first, first, yeah. first lockdown. Yeah. Oh my god, I feel like you know everyone was obsessed with tie dye, and I I remember a friend of mine um, made a, a tie dye sweatsuit, and no, I was obsessed. Same. And you know, I, and now like I, I look back at it and I just think, my god, I can't ever. I, just I know, I'm the same know. way. I don't know trends. I think more brands that I I really love at the moment, um, like Totem and Frankie Shop is great. Kate Kite. I never know how you say it. It's an American brand, right? Kate. Yeah. And colors. I think there's a lot of you know. I I think in the winter, I in general always wear much more neutral clothing, and I love um, when kind of pops of color come back in spring. And I saw you did this amazing pink dress. I have also the the pink uh, cycling shorts that you sent me, which I absolutely love. Aren't they good? Don't so they fit amazing. beautifully? Those biker shorts. Yeah, I'm very excited about the colors that we're launching this summer. But starting fall, we're kind of like rebranding. And it's much more classic and simple, not a lot of prints. And the colors are really good, but they're not as like hot green and hot pink and although I, I I do love it. Do you have, before we end this, do you have any advice for young influencers or just women out there interested in starting their own business? I do. I would say, um, you know, if you're passionate about it, 100% do it. I remember saying to my husband, you know, I had like 100 followers and I just thought, why am I doing this? You know, no one is following me. No brands would get back to me. And 
I kept on going. And I think you really have to kind of put yourself out there yep. and you have to take risks and you have to commit. And, you know, I think if if you love it enough and you work hard enough, then there's absolutely no reason why it shouldn't work out. I think you have to be kind of authentic about it and you have to really love what you're doing. because And you have to be confident in what you're doing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And not, you know, just, just, you know, I think everyone, uh, I certainly look back and there are, you know, outfits or things that I yep. certainly wouldn't wear now, but still, you know, you have to take risks. And, and you, you have were to have confident when you were you posting those. Take it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think um, to, 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 also, I would always say to be kind and to, to anyone that you're working with, yep. because you never know when it's so true. You know, going to turn around the other way. And yeah, that's that great advice. My advice. How can everyone follow you? Where do they follow you? Uh, Instagram is the best. It's the Fashion Bug blog or Laura Wills. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank it's you. always a good time talking about my two passions, fashion and motherhood. And I am so inspired by you. I love following you. All the girls in my office love following you. They had a lot of the questions that were sent in. <laughs> And thank you to all the listeners out there. You can reach out to us with any questions about the podcast or who you want us to bring on next. You can DM us on Instagram at Something Navy, and we'll see you next week. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, follow me at Ariel Charnis and at Something Navy. See you next week. <laughs>